Nothing is more breathtaking than experiencing the beauty of God's great outdoors. As magnificent as our man-made structures are, the great outdoors is unrivaled in its expanses, beauty, and sweeping vistas. Snow-capped mountains, rolling plains, crystal-clear water, and sugar-white beaches are indelibly etched in my mind. And who can forget sharing a magical, romantic experience on a silver moonlit night, or the golden sun whose rays warm our faces on a chilling winter day? Yet despite its wonderment, nature can be challenging. Take, for instance, the summers of the southern United States, with their smoldering temperatures above 100 degrees. As the sun's heat beats down on you, your body seeks desperately to cool itself. Beads of perspiration appear, drenching your clothing and quenching your skin. Internally, something just as dramatic is taking place. You know the symptoms, a dry throat, chapped lips, and the uncontrollable urge to keep swallowing. You are thirsty. You drop everything you are working on. Nothing else matters. You have to do something fast, anything to quench your tortured thirst. So what do you reach for? Coca-Cola? Pepsi? Gatorade? Sweet tea? Lemonade? As wonderful as these beverages are, nothing stops thirst dead in its tracks like a tall glass of refreshing, ice-cold water. Cold water soothes the palate and the soul. Scientists refer to water as a base substance, which simply means that when the water reaches your acid-filled stomach, it calms and temporarily relaxes it. It is the world's first and foremost solvent. Water is essential to the human body. You can last several weeks without food, but you can only last about one week without water. Your body, like our world, is 70% water. It is one of the great wonders of the world. It is a human's main cleansing agent. We use it to cook, wash, and bathe. We swim in water. It is essential for all life, including the lives of the plants we eat that support the animals we consume. Water is life. Water is so important that states like Florida, Georgia, and Tennessee fight in court over the use of the Chattahoochee River. In January 2014, authorities in West Virginia scrambled to contain a chemical spill in the Elk River by a private firm which left over 300,000 desperate residents without water to drink or bathe for a week. Nations divided by rivers fight over water rights. I believe we will see a time in the near future when water will become even more expensive than oil. Water was so precious in biblical times, especially in the desert lands of the Middle East where biblical stories take place, that plugging up or even using someone else's well was considered an act of war. There is an unforgettable scene in the movie Lawrence of Arabia when the use of a desert well resulted in murder. In this moving film, T.E. Lawrence, Peter O'Toole, and his Arab guide, all hot and dusty from the wind and sands, stop at a well just a hole in the desert with short mounded walls of sand. In the glaring sunlight, the two haul up a rubber bucket from the well and drink, and then a dark figure appears mysteriously on the horizon. This figure, Sharif Ali, played by Omar Sharif, mercilessly shoots the guide dead in cold blood. When Lawrence raises moral objections to the murder of his guide, Ali shrugs as if he felt justified. Taking water from another tribe's well is an act of war and is answered by violence. It is simply the way of the desert. If water could inspire murder in the 20th century and still today, 
you can imagine how precious it was in biblical times. A well was an instrument of survival in the desert and an appropriate symbol for life. In the Bible, wells and water are symbols of both physical and spiritual life. Wells figured often in the life of Isaac, whose endeavors are an inspiration for this book. Isaac's wife, Rebekah, was found for him when his servant met her at a well. In seeking a wife for his master Isaac, the man had decided that the right woman would offer him water for himself and for his camels. It would be a sign from God as well as a demonstration that she was generous and kind. Later, Isaac had to revisit the wells his father Abraham dug and dig them again. We will go into these stories in their analysis of life lessons for us in future chapters.